Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit and welcome to episode 62 of the GG Over Easy podcast. In today's episode, we cover all things Game Awards. 2020, we go through all the categories, all the nominations, who we think is going to win, put our interjection and ideas in there. You guys can follow along. If you didn't even know the nominations, well, boom, you're going to find out. If you didn't even even know some of the games, boom, we probably didn't either. Sick. And on top of that, we answer some Patreon questions. But more or less, we actually stay on topic this video. It's crazy. So we hope you all enjoy it. Thanks for watching or thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to GG Over Easy. God. Whoa, what? What happened? GG Over Easy episode 62. Well, I have, so my office is hardwood, but I have like a little carpet piece because I was sick and tired of my chair just rolling everywhere, right? So I got like not like a non slip mat and then I put a little rug on it. But. The rug is just big enough, and the puppies so frequently push it that then my back yeah. wheels are on the hardwood, but my front, and then I try and like move forward, oh. and I can't. Yeah, and that's what's see. I'm on right carpet. Now. I kind of wish I was able to kind of no. slide everywhere. That's what I thought at first, and then you're just literally just trying to like sit here, and you're just like, <laughs> you're like I this is terrible. I you can't get good posture. What are you blue? Are you hardwood floor or carpet guy? I prefer hardwood, but I'm currently bound to carpet. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get I one of those care. um one of those things as a kid that like you always put your hand underneath that and it because po- it had pokies underneath. At least I always did. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. One of those things that just help your office chair kind of slide back and forth. But for some reason as a kid I always put my hand underneath there because I knew I shouldn't have. Because it looked that. like a spooky monster with scary teeth. And with that, like I said, episode 62, GG Over Easy returns. Thank you very much to our audio and video listeners for joining and embarking on us with this happy adventure. And as you can tell by my puppies, 
Tis the season to okay. be jolly. Fa la 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 la. I was just saying before we started, not before Thanksgiving. I'll have something. I'll have something like over here. Carry everything, bro. Not before I'm inclusive. No. You listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving? Uh, well, not really. Good. I don't really ever listen to music, but I'm not a big I'm not, I'm not a big Christmas. But music I mean, like guy. all the radio stations are already doing it. Unless it's Wham, that's about it. <laughs> Here's my thing: decorating for Thanksgiving? No, we just go straight to Christmas. Like November first is go time for Christmas. No, but after Thanksgiving, and Bro, it's fair game. After you're totally outnumbered because look in my neighborhood, everyone has Christmas lights up. Everyone has their decorations. Are people have had their trees? Yeah, because you live in a neighborhood with dumb boomers. No, everybody knows, dude. In 20 years, when we all get houses, then Look, you know. the Christmas spirit is fun. I don't want to limit it to a month. It's got to be two. I'm gonna no. look forward to it. What about that? You put like with Thanksgiving, you can put like little like pumpkins and like little. No. I guess because like with Sydney, Sydney like loves decorate for fall. It's like all like fall. No, couldn't care less. No Christmas, no dick, no Christmas here. Not yet. Not not till Thanksgiving's passed. You well, if you want Christmas. Come over to the house fruit. Let's go. Where they lead their Christmas trees up all year. Hey, if I if it was up to me, my room would look like this all the time. It's just I Christmas decorating stuff is just so cozy. It's so homey. I like it. it makes me feel cozy. warm. Yeah. No. It's, look, it's I, even, no I even got a wreath this time. I like the wreath. Oh, a wreath. Wreath. Wreath or reef? Wreath. Or riff. You, you think I said reef as in like coral reef? Isn't that what it is? No, it's like a wreath. W R E A T H. Okay. Well. Like crayon? There's an O in there. But that's not important. Or, are you crayon or crayon team? Crayon. What about you? Because that's what it says. It's crayon. Yeah. I've never heard someone go crayon. I mean, it's like a southern thing. Like... Hand me the crayon. Yeah, but he's not southern. I don't know. I just always said crayon, though. Okay, I don't know why you say crayon. My mom's from Oklahoma. Maybe when I was drawing, she like it sounds like you, you, you want what cranberry sauce juice? So do you say caramel? Like ooh, let me you have to get some caramel. Crayon? What do you mean? Cran I say caramel. cranberry. Crayon? Are you? Yeah. It sounds like you're not finishing something. Just crayon. Hundred percent. Crayon. Crayon. It's just like the alphabet. L M N O P. I mean, there wasn't. Limit up. Anyway, we're getting off track. This episode is brought to you by the Game Awards. Not actually sponsored. I didn't mean sponsored. It's just. It's probably not. It's just the content we're going to be covering in today's episode. I'm going to actually keep track because I don't think last year we kept track. And then, like when when it came time, we were like, "Oh, I like wish we this time around." Um, Rob, it'll be your duty to okay. write down, you know, like game of the year. Blue oh. says this, Rob says this, Fruit says this. Okay. okay. I, I don't do think that. you need you could just use a notepad, but okay. Well, no, I, I need to like I had to put my uh computer keyboard in my key oh. computer. Okay. So we're gonna get started. One, we're just gonna go through Two the PC award problems. nominees, discuss them, you know what we think. I can't imagine there's gonna be a big diversity. Uh, given the circumstances, and considering we had a an influx of games last week, 
uh, because they came so late, they're not considered for this year. So all the games that came out in the past like week and a half are for 2021, which I'm just going to spoil it for you. 2021's game of the year is going to be Cyberpunk. I'm already going to tell you that. Uh, Among but, Us. <laughs> yeah. But 2020, I was trying to think. Um, some game got boned. I'm trying to think because it came out too late for 2020, but for some reason they didn't, or too late for 2019, but they didn't include it in 2020 for some reason. Call of Duty? No. It wasn't Call of Duty. I'm going to look it up right now. Fill air while I. Uh, All right, so. I'll, I'll pull up the first award. I'm not going to start with Game of the Year. That's the last one. I'll start, I'm going to scroll all the way to the bottom because normally they have like what they think is like the least cool at the bottom. All right. Good Lord. There are a lot of categories. Okay. Um, For our first category, we have... Best esports team. Oh, best esports team. Esports of the year. Our nominees are Damn One Gaming. Gaming. Damn One Gaming. And then you have like, yeah, Damn One Gaming does it again. Well, except when Damn One Gaming popped off, like the the Chinese crowd did not like. <laughs> did you see the intros they were like introducing the korean team and they're like and like nothing like <laughs> not bro. even like not even like a you know pity clap like oh like you made it here but like i'm clearly not rooting for you but like i'm gonna give you roots anyways it's like you've ruined uh, this for us the dallas empire dallas empire does anyone watch anymore i don't think so uh g2 esports and then san francisco shock um, he didn't even do webs for that because he saw his Overwatch. Earlier. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. there's so I many? I mean, like, I mean, right. Dallas Empire's Call of Duty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like why so much Overwatch? I mean, San Francisco Shock. They did go back to back. That is like what they're gonna say. Like the Overwatch community will say they did go back to back. You know, like you do got to put some respect on that. And it's Western, which is kind of cool. But I do think they have some Korean players on there. I actually think Super's the only NA player now that I think about it. Could be wrong, though. I have no idea. I am trying for the life of me to figure out what in the world the game was, but... Okay. We'll figure that out come game of the year. Uh, Blue, do you have a pick? For... Yeah, I'm going to go Team Secret for Dota 2. That's oh, wait, what? Pick. Uh, is there pick. another? Is there a team I'm missing? Oh well, yeah, there is Team C. Oh okay, I have Wait, to like because my landscape monitor didn't catch that. Okay, where's best esports team? It's at the very bottom. Right. Okay. So. Okay. And Team Secret. Dota two. Well, you have to zoom out. That's my pick. Uh, I have landscape, so like my landscape monitor like doesn't get all of it. Oh, that was best esports game. That's why. A lot of e. What the heck? A lot of esports. What the? Okay. Uh, well, I would go with um, uh, ham sandwich. Um, ham sandwich is not a pick. So you're <laughs> so gonna pick something better. Blue Ghost uh, Team Secret. I I'll, I'll say uh. 
you know, I'll just go with my league vibes. Um, I don't know if it's going to work out. Probably not, but I'm going to say Damn One. Damn One Gaming. Okay. Fruit with Damn One. Showing damn up to League. Damn One Gaming. Damn One. And I'm going to go. I'm going to play is... the crowd. I'm going to play the crowd, and I think uh, they're going to go with the shock, the San Francisco shock, because they're back to back, and they're going to think that's cool. The crowd? You think out of all these, the most popular team is shock? I'm going to tell you that's not the case. I'm thinking like, because you got to think the critics are voting. Not This is not, the fans is just yeah. 10%. Yeah, but that's so what you I said. I think the critics are going to go, this team went back, oh, back I thought you meant like, just like the crowd, like No, viewers. I'm playing like the critics. Oh. Like, well, see, I don't know. Like critics could also just be like, well, League of Legends is evolving. Shock might be like back to back. I think that because they Overwatch went back to back, that that's why they're going to pick it. Actually, Damwon Gaming's story is incredible. Um, so I think they might win. Give me, can you give me a TLDR? It was like straight up like 2016 or 2017. Um, just like some ragtags. I think made like a, not even like a, not like the major league uh, L- LCK team. They're like in the academy league. Mm-hmm. These five guys just showed up. We're doing pretty well. Made a spot into LCK. And forever, it was like, it was like 2018. And then around like 2019 Worlds, um, I don't think they made it in, but everyone's just like, yo, damn one's like sick. And it's like these five players no one ever heard of or anything. And then lo and behold, 2020, same cast of players come in against all odds. Just like literally came out of nowhere in the past couple of years from the roots, went through to beat everything and everyone. And that's a TLDR. Uh, shock. Uh, esports host of the year. Um, Alex Golden Boy. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't. I, the only one I know is the one I'm going to vote for. Uh, Alex Machine <laughs> Richardson. Uh, FG. I don't know why there was a question mark there. <laughs> uh, because I don't shocks. know. Shocks. Uh, shocks. Uh, uh, James Dash Patterson and Shiver Van Der Heiden. I'm totally butchering these names. Yeah, these wow, that was something. EU names. Um, okay, so who are you? I, I know. Who, okay, gonna Rob's going to say Golden Boy. Yep. Yeah, because he's pretty much the only one I really know. And he does like all like the FPSs and stuff. And he's kind of, he's OG. Blue, what you got? I don't know any of these people. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with uh, Rob's pick. Golden Boy? Golden Boy yeah. it is. Um, it's fruit. I know everyone except for Sheever, uh, but I want Dash to win, so I'm just going to say Dash. But it Dash. could be Shocks. I also know Shocks, and she seems like she might go. Okay. But I'll say Dash. No golden boy. All right. Best esports game. Overwatch oh, Fortnite. 2, let's, obviously. Let's get Call it. of Duty. You know what was so funny is that Overwatch didn't even get nominated for this. It didn't. Uh, Call <laughs> yeah. of Duty, Modern Warfare. Uh, Global G- the bomb. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> I did your mom. Uh, League of Legends. Uh, and Don't say. Um. Oh, Fruit has to pick between. Well, he doesn't really have to pick because we all know he's going to pick League of Legends. But Valorant might have eventually, might one day become his pick. <laughs> right. Uh, Blue, right, your no. pick. Uh, you know what? We're picking Fortnite. Wow. 
Do you know why? Because I have the utmost respect because holy shit. <laughs> Epic absolutely paid them off to put that category in there and be like Fortnite <laughs> when like everyone every one of the esports players is like, God, I hate Fortnite esports. But you know what Epic did? They're probably like, fuck that. We'll pay you like a hundred thousand, throw it in the category. Like, and yeah. Awards probably said absolutely a hundred thousand dollars gets you in this category. The Fortnite. <laughs> there's so one Fortnite. game. There's one game in a category. I can't wait to hear your opinion on Blue. I, uh, I cannot wait. Oh, I think I already know which one it is. I'm probably biased. I'll go through the list. Call of Duty. I'll be honest. I just never have in contention. Counter Strike Global it, Offensive. Counter Strike Global Offensive is always up there. Yeah. It's all. It's always competition. Fortnite. Omega Wall. Orange Justice. Uh, League of Legends. <laughs> I mean, you guys know me. Now, Valorant, the, the only caveat here is because technically there's no official scene yet. And it's hard to follow it and like it's here and there. Scene, or like the start up. Well, of like, yeah, they, well, it's like, like completely grassroots. Like people can just do whatever they want. So it's there, but I don't think this year it could win. Like maybe next year it, it you know, excels and it becomes. In the, but I think right now it's still growing. So for me, it's between League of Legends or CS:GO, and I'll just purely go off bias. League of Legends. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with CS:GO, um, and there will be a reason why. Uh, CS:GO had a concurrent uh, million players yesterday, like they always do. Like it's just still. You want to know how many concurrent players League has? I, all time? Yeah, but leagues, you know, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Um. Okay, we have next best esports event. Ben, 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 ben. There was events this year. We have the uh, Blast Premier Spring Twenty Twenty European Finals. I I don't know what that that's, was. Yeah, that's CS:GO. I think. Yeah, I straight up don't even know what game that was. Um, I'm pretty sure Blast. It I has Blast, to be CS:GO Blast. because all these other ones aren't. Wait, no. Oh, it is. It says CS:GO right under it. Yeah. Oh, well. Then we have the, you'll never guess what this one's for, Call of Duty League Championship 2020. It was actually pretty hype. I did watch it a little bit. Whoa. I am Catawice 2020 for CSGO. Catawice. Catawice uh, League of Legends World Championship 2020. Obviously League of Legends. And Overwatch League Grand Finals. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020. All right, Blue, what do you like? Best esports event. Which one had you on the edge of your seat, gamer? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it's got to be the Call of Duty League Championship 2020. <laughs> okay, Call of Duty for Blue. A man of I, culture, I see. A man of exquisite taste. My second best definitely would have been the Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020. Yeah. That's not I your first, I didn't even know dude. those were still around. Like that's <laughs> The fact they're still going, I got to respect that they're beating this dead horse. Uh, Mr. Fruit. Uh, I'm just gonna have to go after the only one I watched League of Legends World Championships 2020. Okay, um, uh, Katowice wasn't even that good of an event, and neither was Blast Series. I'll go with League. Bog, 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 bog. We can both be wrong, yeah. Um, oh my god, okay. Uh, best esports coach, good god. All right, we'll just go what's through the, these because I don't the, what's the Overwatch esports coach. Uh, There's not one. Krusty. Oh, uh, yeah, Die He Krusty Park. Yeah, that dude. Okay, wow. Blue goes with Krusty. Uh, hey, what 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 do you want your handle to be? Krusty. <laughs> Are you sure? All right. Um, 
We have been, Danny oh, yeah. Zonic Sorensen for CSGO. Again, we have Daihi Krusty Park for Overwatch. Fabian Grabs Lawman for League of Legends. Lee Zeffa Yaiman, Jamin, Jaiman, no idea, for League of Legends. Or Raymond Rambo Lucier for Call of Duty. Gonna be honest, I haven't heard of any of these guys. Except for Grabs, but... I've only heard of Rambo because he is part of like that envy people that I know. Uh, I'm just gonna randomly pin. Uh, oh, I have Krusty. All right, Krusty, double go Krusty. Krusty. You know what? Are we going we trips? Live, hey, we hey we go. Let's go trips. We live and oh, die by Krusty. We triple dipping in Krusty. I was gonna Krusty. go Rambo there, but I heard yeah. With you going Krusty, it just made sense. Best esports athlete, athlete, athlete. The esports, the esports athlete judged to be the most outstanding for performance and conduct in 2020, irrespective of game, is XGC. Ian Crimsix Porter. Tyler won for Call of Duty. They're not on the list, by the way. Uh, Heo Showmaker Sue for League of Legends. Kim Canyon John Boo for League of Legends. Anthony Shotzi Cuevas Castro for Call of Duty. Matthew Zaiwu Urbat for CSGO. That should should have been uh, Zantaris, but whatever. But Zantaris is an idiot. That's probably why. (laughs) It said player conduct. That's probably why. Yeah, so let's go performance and conduct. You know, I don't know. Like, I only know the league guys as per usual. Uh, So I'm just going to say Showmaker. Okay, Showmaker. What about you, Blue? Um, where's Tyler one? No, Tyler one. All right, so uh, he Uh, defers. (laughs) Well, I guess I'm gonna have to go. The only person I know on here is Crimsix, and that's only because I see his face like on every Call of Duty advertisement, like related to Pog Crimsix. It is (laughs) that's the year, that's the one of the year. Then, if you see him everywhere, he's got to be doing something, right? That's the only person like I actually see. Like just being advertised by like his org, so I'm just you know what, Crimson. It's got to be worth it. I like it. Uh, Christian, did you go with? Is he the jungle of uh, the Damn one game? Yeah, is he? I believe he's the mid laner. Let me double check. Uh, he's the league's world champion, and you don't know what position he. He is mid laner. I'm not wrong. Okay. Surprised you didn't go for the jungler then. I don't know if Canyon is a jungler, but uh, what Rob, you didn't choose? Oh. Zob will go with Zaiwu for Zaiwu. Ah, the CS:GO player, of course, yes. of course, very Rob thing. Yep. Oh, interesting. Now we get to the stuff where people actually probably know what we're talking about somewhat. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We have best debut game, 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 game. For the best debut game created by a new independent studio. Carrion, Phobia Game Studio, Devolver. For those unaware, it's like a game you like. You are literally like this disease oh. and you, you try and kill and get bigger and blah, blah, blah. Dude, I played that at PAX East like a year ago. Apparently people love it. Mortal Shell from Cold Symmetry Playstack. A very Souls-like game. That, pretty cool. So if you like Souls-like, check it out. Raji, an ancient epic by Nodding Heads Games. They sponsored one of my videos, so pod. We love Raji. Yeah, we like Raji a lot. Rocky, Rocky. I don't know how you do that O with the two dots, but we'll just say Rocky by Polygon Treehouse. To be honest, that's the one I don't know. But it has like a giant wolf on a snowy mountain, so it looks cool, I guess. <laughs> and then Phasmophobia from Kinetic Games, which you evolve. If you're listening to this, you probably know exactly what that is. All right, Blue. What do you like? Uh-oh. That's a good one. I don't know if Blue's here. Yeah, I'm probably going Phasmophobia. Oh. Okay. Think oh, about phasm- it for a second. <laughs> phasmophobia from Blue That's Westlow. Spoopy. I thought it was uh, pretty tight. It is pretty. I saw that clip with you and Dado. That shit is hilarious. And then Dado does like, I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get the picture. <laughs> for you see, we were trying to bait a ghost. So I was basically going to sacrifice myself. And Dado just barely missed catching the ghost. Oh. Well, the ghost murders my body. It's, it's pretty so, tight. It's so funny. It's like I in missed. the creator chat if you back out. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh. Um, for me, culturally, I feel like Raji is really good. Phasmophobia seems to be, if we're going by like cultural effect, um, like if we're talking best debut game, I think Phasmophobia performed the best. So I'll go Phasmophobia, but wouldn't be surprised if Raji or Karrion took it. Yeah, I too am going to go with Phasmophobia. Uh, first time in a long time I've had fun with a scary game that I thought was like genuinely every time I played it was different. Like everything was, it was fun. What's up with this? Um, content creator of the year. Uh, none of us are on there. Um, What's up with that? Must have missed something. Okay. Content creator of the year. It is presented by Adobe, which does not sponsor. Oh, I see. They have. They don't have us. They had the GG Easy on there. It's just kind of a. Oh right! Oh, I missed that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there we are. I was wondering. 
For a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2020, we have Alana Pierce, J.N. Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie. Uh, Blue Westlow. The floor is yours, my friend. Uh, side note here, I, I think literally all these are streamers. Uh, so it should have been streamer over here. I, I'll be honest, I don't know who J.M. Lopez is. Let me look it up. Maybe she's a... Uh... No, she's she's Twitch. Okay. Isn't, but a lot of... She does and a lot like of Pierce's... Clubhouts, but I think she just left, though. Yeah, she left. So I don't really know what she's doing. Well, apparently she just announced she's actually going to go be a head writer at... um, What the fudge? Uh, what's the game? Or what's the studio? Hold on. Here, for a lot of games and oh, Sony Santa Monica, which is the people that do God of War. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, she just announced that um, it'd be a video game writer there, which is pretty big. Oh. So, congrats to her. So, why is she even on this list? No, I'm just kidding. Dude, <laughs> She's a writer. Poggers. All right, I'm voting a lot of peers. Yeah, that's pretty pog. For making the jump to write from content creator to writer, she doesn't even need to. She doesn't even need to be on here. She just happens to be on there because she was like, "Fuck it, yeah, why the fuck not?" Yeah, uh, she's what cool. everyone, every other content creator wants to do. Pivot. But we don't know how. Um, you know, uh, I know four out of the five. I don't know Jane Lopez, so I can't speak. Um, but otherwise, I'm going to go with the, f the five head himself, Nick Merckx. Nick because Merckx. who doesn't love streaming and tuning into a stream with a forehead for the cam? I can't even like do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. There's one on me. Hey, dude, thanks for the 10,000 bucks. I'll go with Tim. I'll go with Tim. Tim. I think it's, I think it's Tim's time. Tim the Tap Man. I was surprised uh, Dr. Lupo didn't make uh, this list. Right, I didn't make it either, but you know what? Uh, best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. First up, Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo. We all knew that. Came at a good yeah. time in the pandemic. Everyone was fiending over it. And then a week passed and no one mentioned it again. Among Us it by Inner Sloth. It was I'm being hyperbolic, okay? Two months. Something like that. Among <laughs> Us from Inner Sloth. Wait, this is best multiplayer? Yeah. What the F? Okay. Wait, going. yeah. Wait a second. Best multiplayer in Animal Crossing? Okay, keep going. Just keep That's going. That's laughable. Keep, run, I'm run not. Through, run okay, yep, sorry. I think run it's through. just... Yeah, keep going. Call of Duty Warzone from Infinity Ward and Activision. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout from Mediatonic Devolver. Lastly, Valorant by Riot Games. So yeah, uh, what the fudge? Animal Crossing New Horizons Best Multiplayer? LMAO. I, I think when is... they mean multiplayer in the sense of Animal Crossing, just kind of the community and like... No! Kind of... No! It says no. multiplayer gameplay and design. Nothing about community. Okay, Animal Crossing is ass. Yeah, LMAO. Like, it is, it is a, acceptable by the it's slimmest a, of margins. Yeah. Yeah, just because it's Nintendo. They too. made like, co-op... But get this, if you're not like the owner of the island, 
you can't even go do your own thing. You have to stick by the person. Like, you can't go off camera. If you visit someone islands, first off, that is a nightmare. It's 2020. There shouldn't be dial-up multiplayer. And then on top of that, when you join, like, yeah, you can be like, haha, emo. Uh, I'll drop something for you. Yeah, it's nothing that's like... Yeah, it's you. it's really good for Nintendo, which is really bad. <laughs> I was trying to come up to fight for it and give it a fighting chance, but you guys are right. Among Us, which is interesting because technically it didn't come out this year, but let's be honest, it might as well have. Um, obviously taken the world by storm, and is that yeah, social deception multiplayer? Well. Yeah, which is ironic because if we move a little further in the list, there's Fall Guys, who noticeably Ooh. had the first like pop off of this year. But the difference was Fall Guys had a pretty quick fall off. It was like a spike and a drop. Mm-hmm. But Among Us surprisingly has spiked and has and kept that momentum going. Yeah. Um, well, I but think Fall Guys... Us, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say Fall Guys... It, well, ironically, two of the games on here are of Little Bean characters. Um, so I think it went to prove, though, that for like these games, they don't have to be super realistic looking or some crazy idea just get creative have fun like look at among us and fall guys nothing revolutionary interactions like be the game you know like you know have that be the social deception have that be what is the game not just the graphics and the gameplay you know what i mean um Um, call duty warzone was huge let's be real that changed that put call duty back on i mean call duty was already like revived call duty like it was still like a yearly like oh yeah I'm gonna play the Call of Duty but this was like, was like you know Call of I Duty like is clear. the wave. But I don't think it's anything sick like whoa. But I mean, I guess you have to think, like it did save Call of Duty I think or like reinvigorated and put life into it. But at this point, yeah, we have to think. Okay, so we've had BRs. So what has it done new? Yeah, what has um, it done to like? push the boundaries of multiplayer gaming is the way I see this. Which, I mean, it's solid, and I think it's the one with the most people, because it goes up to like 200 or whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. it's really solid, but it's just, I don't know. I, guess I just it, wish it th- wasn't its own game, too. Like, I hate that it's its own... Like, if you play Call of Duty Cold War, it's like Warzone's on there, but it's a, its own Warzone game. I don't know. But well, that's what, old- that's what makes it so accessible. It's technically so- a standalone game. Um, but anyway, I just don't know what exactly they mean by best multiplayer, what they're breaking it down to. Um, and then, of course, we have Valorant, which is super solid. The first tactical shooter to actually, like, make a splash. Like, that's almost one-to-one competitive with, like, Counter-Strike in its design to actually hold up, which obviously a lot of it is owed to the fact... Multiplayer game. <laughs> the fact that it's Riot Games. Um, so I'm just going to have to say... I'm buying into the hype. I'm going Among Us. Blue, what are you going with? Um, uh, I mean... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll go Among Us. I, I, I mean, even that is not exactly particularly sophisticated. I don't know. I would yeah. say, I guess, like in like the social aspect of the multiplayer, then yeah, it's definitely nothing's like it. But I just think yeah. it, 
I just like, think as far, it showed... as, like straight up like as far as like straight up like technical achievement, I'd probably go oh. to like Modern Warfare. Yeah, Warzone. But as as far as just like general damn, this game's tight, probably Among Us. Yeah, I too am gonna go Among Us. It's just I think the hype will push it through. I think, and it'll, I think so too. I think just that kind of party game deception thing is kind of the new thing. I think in 2021 it'll be the year of the party game. We can only hope. That would be nice. I, I truly think that. I think like people are seeing that like the games like Fall Guys and like Among Us and like games that rely on a big group of people like eight to ten is like really opens a lot of doors for kind of deception and fun kind of group interaction board type kind of games. Yeah. Well, next up, we have best sports slash racing game for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. First up, Dirt 5. We have F1 2020. FIFA 20 million point three. NBA 2K 20 point million three. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake. This is a pretty easy I hadn't, one for me. I hadn't touched any of these. Uh, mine's Tony Hawk because Tony Hawk 1 and 2 is probably like one of the GOAT games I haven't played it this year but I did play Tony Hawk a long time ago and I have played FIFA 21 this year and it's still bullshit so <laughs> well, here's the thing like people make the arguments like Call of Duty is a game that comes out every year here's the thing oh. each company normally except for you know this one has like three years in development there's different teams and yes they're all about shooting dudes but they're different games but when you get the sport games like FIFA 20 to FIFA 21, what did they do? They changed some stats and made you buy more cards or packs. Yep. Like, it's nothing revolutionary, either with NBA, like yeah, those I sports mean, games. I mean, oh, what do you I'm mean? wrong? I mean, Warzone was definitely like a step above, but you can't tell me that like each Call of Duty game from year to year was radically different from each other. They're uh, completely new games. There's, there's nothing similar. Uh, uh, dude, I mean, compared to FIFA, it's night. Yeah, and day. Expl- like, explain to me how that's they're any identical. I'm and not, like, I'm the, not, I'm not disagreeing with how monotonous, you know, sports games get from one point to the other. But like, dude, and I the mean, for a couple years there, for a couple years there, Call of Duty and Battlefield, oof, they were sports. They were game, the same games. Sport games are the worst thing to happen to the gaming like industry. Probably ever, maybe I would say, with like when they made Ultimate Team in FIFA and they saw how much money microtransactions they make billions. Like they they make what they make from just the game sales in a day. Like they make it back in like two days. Like it's it's literally insane, and it has seeped into other games and other stuff. And that's why I hate FIFA. So I will never vote for FIFA for anything. Granted, I'll still probably get it and freak out about it every now and then. All I know <laughs> is I'm voting for Dirt 5 because Rally Car deserves better. Okay, Dirt 5. I'm going with F1 2020 because all I ever see on Reddit for some reason is like the F1 subreddit popping off. So I don't know. I'm just going to go F1 2020. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna go with the caveat on. with Tony Hawk's is like technically an old games it's remastered. But, so, but it's not like then you can say the same thing about Final Fantasy VII. But, but to be fair, I guess this doesn't say best new sports or racing. So, yeah, yeah. never mind. Yeah, I um, we have best sim 
or strategy. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation, Rob's favorite, or strategy, <laughs> or strategy gameplay irrespective of platform. We have Crusader Kings 3. I just know this one because people post like Twitter pictures and stuff of like their seventh dynasty and like their character has mutated and has like gonorrhea and they're what? marrying like some peasant. It's like some crazy simulator thing. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Desperados 3. Gears Tactics. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Or XCOM Chimera Squad. I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know that XCOM came out. But I know about all the others. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna, I mean, I played Microsoft Flight Simulator and it's sick. Uh, I'm actually helping my dad uh, build a little flight sim in his house. Um, he's going to have like a PC and it's going to have like monitors and stuff that's like formed in a cockpit and stuff. It's going to be sick. That's Pongers. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Uh, I feel like it might be Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I'll just go with Crusader Kings 3. The fact you can fly in like a real-time hurricane, like where it is, and like the fact that the weather, wherever you are at in real time, is the same, I think that's really cool. That is cool. Uh, Blue? Uh, I'm gonna go Microsoft Flight Simulator because I've watched a lot of streams on it and it's kind of popping off. That's really cool. I think you guys are right on that one. It's pretty tight. We have a best family game for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Oh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, or Paper Mario The Origami King. These are all pretty solid, like, options. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I'm, a, I'm gonna look at this as, like, a parent. You know what I mean? I don't want my kid to be playing Crash Bandicoot. They got some, you know, they got some, they're rare, you know, they got some, I feel like it's, like, kind of like Banjo. They kind of sneak in those kind of jokes where it's, like, that's but see, like, but those I usually mean, flow over the kids' those, heads, we though. We had those jokes snuck in when we were kids, though. I know. Yeah, and but, we just didn't notice. But look how I turned out, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, he's right. Yeah, don't, don't buy the game. <laughs> um, um, like, I'm thinking of, like, a game I can turn on and instantly have fun with my family. I can't immediately turn on Animal Crossing New Horizons and just be having fun. I feel like that takes a special, like, kind of person. I'm, I'm going to say Fall Guys. Yeah, I feel like that's a good choice. I'm going to go with the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. That is one of the most impressive toys. I like. I want that, and I don't even think I'd ever use it. <laughs> I just want it because I know Kid Robert wants it really bad. I have to give it Rob here. I'm going to go with Mario Kart Live. That shit looks sick as fuck. Like it. You want it too, Blue? I want to try it too, but <laughs> it's, it looks so you. cool. It just looks like the coolest like toy ever. If that hadn't come out this year, I would have just picked Animal Crossing. Yeah, I just feel like Animal Crossing is a good choice too, but I'm just thinking like immediately having fun. Yeah. Like you boot it up, you don't even really need to introduce anything. Like here a kid get whacked by a hammer and try and do like <laughs> Yeah. That or just Minecraft Dungeons because Minecraft. Oh, here oh. it is. 
Best fighting game. For the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat, we have Grand Blue Fantasy versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, a hero Why? nobody knows, Under Night and Birth EXE Late CL-R. I don't know what's going on there. Blue, can you tell me why everybody in like at least in like the fighting game community is in arms about One Punch Man being on this list? Because listen, okay, so every year, right? Anime games have these arena fighters that come out. Oh, every single one is bad. Every single yeah. one of them have it. They're not always bad, but they are. They're just always, not my kind of game, I guess I should say. Like the 3D. Yeah, like the My Hero one, and the now you have One Punch, and Naruto has them like every other year. The Naruto ones are actually really good. But you have like these weird, like blocky arena fighters. Like Bleach had one back in the day. And, and they're not inherently bad, but they're like clearly designed as cash grabs. And you know, if that's going on the game of the year for fighting games, I don't know how I feel about that. Because it's like, why? Is it a bad game? I don't... From what I've watched, it looks like any other anime arena fighter. You know, it's... Those games aren't really designed to be good. They're designed for fan service. Like, every character is the same. They just have... Just look different. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I think there was a lack of games to pick from because literally two of them are just like ultimate editions. Like collect like didn't one come out in 2017? Well, Mortal Kombat 11 came out a while ago. Street Fighter 5. Well, Mortal Kombat 11 was that last year or 2018? Doesn't matter. But Mortal Kombat 11, Street Fighter 5 have been out for a while, but now it's just Ultimate Edition and Champion. Yeah, that's fair, and that's fair. You know, because not a lot of fighting fighting games don't just pop out the womb often. Yeah, but I'm a little One Punch Man. You could have just kept it to four. (laughs) Well, Smash isn't this year. Smashes. But neither was fucking Mortal Kombat. Well, Ultimate. see, but that edition came out this year. They just yeah, they didn't. Pass no, they too. didn't really. No, what? No, what? That came out. No, what? No, no, they can't. They can't do. They have to release a game or an edition. If they released Smash Bros. Ultimate Game of the Year Edition, then they would be up. Yeah, they'd put it on here. But I'm gonna say Grand Blue Fantasy Versus because it's the only one I've played, and it was pretty cool, and it looks dope. And anything from Arc System works is dumb. Didn't you? Wasn't that the game you were telling me about, where you were you're trying to bond with H two O and and uh, what's what's oh uh, cartoons, cartoons, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to bond with them. They're like, oh, there's this really fun fighting game, and you're like, have you guys played Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? <laughs> and like they had, it was like that right. meme for what? I don't even like a million different memes where like. The people you like turn their that. head and they're like, "What the fuck? Who is this you, loser?" You Grand that? Blue Fantasy versus. I don't think they knew. I was like, "You guys aren't real fighters." You All you know is the lame just stuff. Say, like, he's like, oh, "Man, just say like, you said that, bro." Just say something like casual. You know, don't go like. Well, it's because <laughs> Grand Blue had literally just came out. Like it was. Kind yeah, of, like I literally kind of said, like deal. the day it just came out or something like that. <laughs> oh whatever. Uh, so I have Grand Blue. Well, they were they were playing like a silly like flash fighting game, so it was it was like, and then Fruit was just like, "Oh, you, Grand Blue Fantasy Version, you guys heard of that? That's a fun fighting game." And they're just like, "What the fuck? Who? What about you, Blue? Get out of here, Dean." Um, not One Punch, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm definitely voting One Punch Man. I hear nobody knows. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't really play a lot of these. I'd probably do Grand Blue just because I like Arc System Works is stuff. Well, apparently they worked on Under Night and Birth EXE, whatever. But I've would. I'm looking it up because I've never heard of that. I'm gonna pick Under te- Under Night and Birth EXE because isn't that the game that was going to be at Evo, like the new one? No, it was like one of the longest names I had ever seen ever. Oh, uh, was like, it? Well, it already it already that was. Yeah, it already was. Oh, right? Was. Or did they cancel did they cancel that too? Sad. I don't know. No, they no, they had they had Under Night and Birth. Yeah, they did. That was like the first year of Smash Ultimate. I'm watching it now though. And they and that was the year they replaced Melee. Yeah. And people were like up in arms. Oh yeah. But it's just Melee doesn't make uh Evo anymore. And that was also like Ultimate's first year though, right? That was also Something yeah. Fun. So the I mean the only reason they had a slot because they saw Ultimate was doing really well, not just I mean not just sales wise but like actual esport interest wise. So they were just like, eh, melee, we don't need that. And I was like, bless up, get that shit out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry, fruit. There we go. <laughs> I don't care. Because best role playing. Okay. Um. <laughs> Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. For the best game designed with rich player characters, customization, and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Holy shit. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Genshin Impact. Yeah, I think so. Genshin Impact. Persona 5 Royal, which is another case of just like... For the most part, it was just a re-release on like Switch, and I guess they added like a new character or something. I don't know if it was they added, substantial. They, they added. They, it was pretty substantial. Well, oh, it, was. Well, it was pretty substantial. Well, there you go. Persona Five around. Uh, Wasteland Three, and Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is interesting because that one just came out, and they said they weren't doing any of that. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, those I are think all we're of all them. Agreement here. Yeah, I think Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy. I guess my second one probably Yakuza though. Watching that it makes me want to play Yakuza games. It's wild. I've never even heard of it. You can do like everything in that game. Uh best action or adventure game. Oh. For the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Again, see they're adding I thought they said they weren't gonna do this. Okay, whatever. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel oh, Spider-Man, geez. Miles this Morales. Is stacked. Yeah, it is. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, or The Last of Us Part Two. Kind of just bangers this across is, the board. Dude, this all is right, straight I, bangers. Right, oh I my god. For a second here. What? Can I die on a hill for a game? One of these games for a second? And uh, okay. Why Once I think the, Oh boy. Is it the Star- only one you've played, Star, Star Wars? Wars oh, yep. Oh, so sick, dude. It's so fun. And it's like actually really cool, like 
like a d- addition to like the Star Wars universe. Like I was in a dark place with Star Wars, so like this gave me hope of like Star like future Star Wars games. It was like super surprising. I was like, this is really really good, and it was a lot of fun too. Hey, that's respawn for you, dude. Never count them out. Yeah, I'm all about it. Rob, give me that Star Wars. All about it. Uh, honestly, I'm torn. Uh, so the, well, so the last of us part two, I haven't played heard a lot of mixed stuff on it. So I don't know, especially critics. So I don't know if critics are going to agree on that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I still need to play. I've seen it. It looks pong. You've never played it. I haven't played it either. It's on my list though. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I watched a lot of streams on it. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, a sequel, obviously to Ori. Um, the, was it the Binding or Orion Binding Force or something like that? Or? Yeah, I, I don't know why I can't remember it, but it's a sequel to that game, which was like an indie treasure, and this one was apparently a great sequel. Um, but those are the three. Um, I haven't played. Now I've played a little bit of Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. I wonder, think? I wonder if they're gonna dock it because there's this misconception that it's just like a, a DLC or something. That's um, what I thought it. Was. I literally thought it was like still part of the same engine of the same game. Well, I think it probably uses like the same a modified engine or something. Um, but from what I, like it's complete new characters, new story, everything they've um, changed it up so you feel like Miles. Um, a lot of fun. Assassin's Creed Valhalla actually impressed me a ton. I'm actually loving it. I was pretty skeptical, but it's Dragon. freaking sick. And I'm like 40 hours into it. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I think it's dope. Super fun. I get to I get to live out like my Viking fantasy, and then there's Ghost of Tsushima though. Where you can live that fantasy. Like, like if all hall is good, but Tsushima is the whole package. Yeah. Like there wasn't at one point something wasn't going right, or on top of that, like almost I can't remember like any bug or glitch in Tsushima. Valhalla pretty prevalent, but I'm like ah whatever. I just reload. Soft, yeah, you know, you know well, it goes to Tsushima, Colleen, and the story good, combat fantastic, freaking samurai, and the world was beautiful, so much fun to explore. It was breathtaking. So, I don't know, it's hard for me. I want to say Ghost of Tsushima, but I, I wonder if critics are going to go somewhere else. But I'm saying Tsushima, Blue? Mr. Fruit says Tsushima, Blue Westlow says. The best game of all time that definitely wasn't a disappointment. The Last of Us. I can't even say it. I'm just going to go for Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) I feel like that's like the safe pick out of this group. Couldn't even Uh, even lie through your teeth, huh? I couldn't. It hurts. I still have depression from Last of Us Part 2. See, I I almost want to play it, though, because it's so divisive. Like, it's either blue, it's like, that was trash. Or people are like, did dude, you, they're lying, it was amazing. Did you love the Did you love the first Last of Us? I haven't finished it yet, but yeah, it's fun. Okay, well... No, but when you love, like, do you love the character? Do you love like, 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 does I mean, that game have, like, a resounding impact on you so far? Honestly, it's a game where I'm like, I would rather watch a movie. Alright, well, then you'll probably like Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, I, I I heard about what happens in The Last of Us Part 2, and I hated it so much I didn't even play it. Like, I fucking I loved... 
I fucking I hate- loved the first Last of Us. Like that's top three games all time for me. So when Last of Us Part Two comes out, it's just like, well, uh, I mean, I can't believe they never made a sequel to this game. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it might have been a different one if I'd played the game around release. Um, then on top of that, I played Remastered, but we were trying to play it on this big thing. And it just made me nauseous every time I played it, so probably didn't help. Yeah. But it was fun. I will say, though, uh, a little clunky at times, the controls. But Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty old game. But, like, the it's character and the stories I was, I was bought into. That's why I was like, honestly, I'd just rather, like, make a movie about this. Mr. Fruit. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> best action game. Uh, for the best in the action genre, focus primarily on combat. Uh, Doom Eternal. I have played that. Uh, Hades. Half Life Alex. Um, no, what is that? Neo? Neo 2. two. Uh, and Streets of Rage 4. Hades, 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 Hades. Those are my Hades, Hades, Hades. I've heard this Hades game is just so sick. It's dope. Now I will say Half Life Alex Alex sorry, might dope. take it. Yeah. I I have played it and I that's my vote. Like it's crazy. I would vote for I it did, if it wouldn't make me puke playing it. I'm going Hades. I did like the uh the marker thing though. Like, you know Oh, uh, you can draw on the little board. So cool, man. It was really wild. Like it was really responsive. I really felt like I was like riding on a board. It was crazy. Blue. What about you? I am probably. <sighs> Damn, these are really good. These are really hard. Doom Eternal is sick too. Like Doom Eternal was sick. I'm probably gonna go. I'm probably gonna go Alex. I watched Dork do a whole playthrough in Discord, and Alex is fucking sick. Sick to see. It was dope. Uh, I'm gonna go Half Life Alex. That shit was tight. I'll be I'll be shocked if it beats Hades, but I too am gonna go with Alex. We have innovation and accessibility, recognizing software Fortnite. and our hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part Two, and Watch Dogs Legion. My question is, what did Grounded, Last of Us Part 2, and Grounded, for instance, was like, think about the um, arachnophobia setting, you know? Like, oh, you don't like spiders? Well, here are settings to, like, make it less scary, and there's, like, a scale. So, even if you didn't like spiders, you could still play the game. Um, Or, like, Valhalla and Legion, I know Ubisoft have been doing a bunch, like, a whole bunch of, like, text-to-speech. Um, was it? Uh... I think, like, for, like, legally blind people, they have a setting now or something where, like, um, you know, it's a different game. I was just reading about it on Reddit, though, where, like, you can make That's the game almost, like, blotches of color so people can, like, actually tell what's going on if you're, like, legally blind. Really? Um, That's a lot of colorblind settings, um, all this kind of stuff. I know Ubisoft has been up in that in their games. I don't know the specifics. HyperDot, I don't know anything about, so I don't know the the game or even what they can make to do it accessible. And I haven't played the last of us part two, so I can't say either. Um, but blue to take a shot in the dark here, kid. Hmm. You know, buddy, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, (sighs) dude, I don't, 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go for that one. All right, AC. Uh, what about you, Mister Flute? Um, you know, I, I'm throwing a dart at a at a wall. I'm going hyper dot. <laughs> you going a hyper foot? Hyper dot. Hyper foot. The only problem I had, like, I would probably pick I between Valhalla and Legion, but since they're both Ubisoft and I feel like they share a lot of the same accessibility options, I feel like it's hard to pick. And I, I feel like Hyper Dot is one of those things where it's just like, oh. yeah, I just picked Legion. Just, I best VR slash AR for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality. Dreams, Half Life, Alex, Marvels, Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And Rob has popped on his Oculus. I got, I'm coming to you guys from VR right now. Wow. Hey, how, how is it in there, Rob? Uh, pretty cozy. I am currently uh, fighting uh, Goku, uh, Ultra Instinct, and Goku. Jiren as well. Oh, that's crazy. Holy they teamed shit. up? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll get him. Give him the Kamehameha. Come on. Wow. They're dead. That's incredible. I felt that. Holy shit. Emotionally in my soul. Uh, I honestly don't even think this is like a question. Half-Life Alex. Wait. Yeah. I, I couldn't even. Yeah. Second, think, I'd probably put Squadrons. But yeah. Yeah. Half -Life I was going to say. I, I haven't tried Squadrons on VR because I'm too afraid. Because I think that is the one that would really get me. Because bro, I can barely play not VR. But I can do I can do VR for a maybe about an hour and a half to two hours is like someone has to come and pull me out of the realm. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> someone has to remind me that like this is not real life and that I need to be pulled out of here. So, so what's your choice? Um, I'd probably go Half-Life Alex. I don't even think it's close. Blue, same. I'm going to go Half-Life Alex. Best community support. Recognized in game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Inclusive social media activity and game updates patches. Apex Legends. Destiny 2. Oh, this is like the category they made so Destiny could have an award. <laughs> Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Fortnite. No Man's Sky or Valorant. I mean, it, it's going to be Destiny. Nah, okay, well, it see, is. they say responsiveness. Oh, dude, they're great, man. Like, truly with their responsiveness with, like, Black Lives Matter and all that kind of social what? justice. I'm not talking like, about that. I'm just thinking about just everything embodying just, like, as a community, what they do for their community, you know, emblems and all that kind of stuff. I truly do think Destiny will win this kind of I actually unironically agree. Yeah. Look, because as much as, listen, as much shit as we give them, as, are... as weird as the dev support is, right? Which can be super questionable with Destiny, like the actual community support response and yes. support is pretty much always S tier with them. I agree. And the community managers are always as open as they can be because I mean, ultimately, right? Like you can tell they're trying really hard when yeah. sometimes when we're like, Hey guys, this stuff's really busted. And then the devs are like, uh, and the community managers are like, Hey guys, we're doing our best. Uh, yeah, dude. I like being a community manager is something I wish. God. Like, yeah. 
seriously like that it takes a special like like oh, hey siri don't listen to me what are you doing that was weird um it's your fbi but, agent dude say hi frank uh <laughs> rob <laughs> Uh, but like, like I said, I feel like they always have a good like head on their shoulders and they're always pretty aware of what their community wants in sense of like just talking and just kind of where they are as a, as a company and their openness and like willingness to change and all that kind of stuff and be part of the change. I, 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 I think it's not even close. I think that's best. I, I agree. I, they get a lot of shit, but the community team is pretty much always just the best so yeah i'm gonna give it to valorant what yeah because there's also part of it one game updates and patches um yeah, valorant's okay, super so quick turnaround from, like, the i mean the lead. whole community support okay the one valorant from the start they've been super open about it they have constant dev logs and like dev updates and they're like hey this I is what's happening pushing that. out game updates patches they're super transparent about everything right games is super good about that uh, they do it with League of Legends and responsiveness. It's like bop. Um, so I would say Valorant for that reason. Um, Destiny Two is close, but for me, part of it that loses it is the game updates patches. They're yeah, okay. famously known it's for slow it's updates and patches. It's probably the worst of the six on this list at that. <laughs> yeah. So I think outside of the game, I think Destiny, even if you just look at it from like a community as a whole, not just the leaders. It would yeah. win, but I think Valorant's growing something, and the way they're handling the game and stuff—that's why I say best community support. I don't disagree. You know what? To each their own, and I respect that because it's a valid answer. And you know Thank what, you. dude? America could use more of that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> best mobile game. I'm dabbing oh, right Lord. now. For the best game playable on a mobile device, I don't want justice, but you can't. Like I'm sitting. Sometime. Whoa! What is that game? I've never heard you guys talk about this. Among what? Us. What the f Call of Duty what? Mobile. What game is that? Genshin Impact. Legends of Runeterra or Pokemon Cafe Mix. What the hell is that? I've never heard you guys talk Pokemon about Pokemon Cafe, Cafe Mix. Mix. It's a, I mean, it's I didn't a get Pokemon through the tutorial. Game. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a Pokemon mobile it. game. Yeah. It's actually kind of crazy how many Pokemon games come out every year, like no meme. And On there's, like, we have so many of them but we don't play them because they're usually like it's really just a mobile game that happens to have pokemon in it yeah, yeah. so it's like what it's like overcooked or cafe mama with like pokemon branding well, that'd be cooler that would be it's way cooler like, it's more like a weird mix yeah like a ma matcher it's um not, you're, you're not like a lick of tongue running around a no, that'd be a sick a little mini game yeah no. Uh, honestly, for me, it's a toss-up between Among Us or Genshin Impact. I, I'm gonna pick Genshin Impact because everybody, I sure it's a yeah. gotcha game, but like with the mechanics and the kind of things that it does bring to the table, I feel like I am also gonna go with Genshin because to be able to have the it's gameplay nuts what it can do. just translate between mobile to a console to a PC yeah, like that is really that. impressive. Like the fact that if I only if someone's just like yo download this on PC and I only play it on PC, I'd be like yeah this is cool, and they'd be like oh by the way it was like it's a mobile game too, and I'd be like that's not possible like this you plays like, like a PC game, and I'm like yeah and it plays the same way but on mobile, 
So I think that, I but Among so. Us well, might just win for like the the huge. I, t- I totally forgot I, that Among Us was also on mobile. Yeah, well, it's even more popular over there. Though. That's actually how a lot of people play it's, Among Us. It's got to be like bad though, right? I don't think so. Among Us, I feel like Among Us could translate. I guess compared to, to like the way I we play it, and I would just be super jaded in the sense that like not having a well, yeah. chat and that kind of thing. Like, I mean, for people, most people, it's just they play text. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it's, it plays like a whole different game, but I don't think it's that big of a problem. Or I know some people will like just play that and then just be in Discord or something. Yeah. So. Uh, best indie. Carrion, which we touched on before. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, That's which has been in quite a bit. Hades, which I talked about. Spelunky 2. And Spiritfarer. Hmm. I'm going to uh, say Hades. Yeah. But, like, honestly, there was a lot of good ones. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Great example. Like, this literally came out and we were like, why haven't AAAs done this before? Like, think about what they could do. Um, yeah. Super great in the game. Obviously super popular. Uh, Carrion, I've heard good things, but I just think the competition's too good. Spelunky 2, surprisingly, considering how big Spelunky 1 was, I haven't heard much about Spelunky 2. Maybe that's just me. I'm going to make a bold prediction next year. Spirit Fair was dope. Was party that? Animals will win this category next year. <laughs> Dude, I want Party Animals to come out so bad. I don't that care game so what game comes before then <laughs> or comes after. Party Animals all the way. some a million dollar idea that I have no idea. It, hey, if you got it, let me know. So Listen. <laughs> yeah, party it's so much fun. But I think Hades wins this. Like super yeah. giant games are nuts, and the fact that an indie game made any team made this and you play it, and it's just so expansive and fun. Hades. Yeah, I'm gonna do Hades as well. What are you going, with, Blue? Yeah, Hades. Where? No, Hades? but yeah, Hades cool. with the clean sweep. Okay. Well, Fall Guys is close, but I just feel like it. If Fall Guys had like like every three weeks there was something new, like a new map was thrown in the rotation or something like that, that I felt like would have kept kind of going. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that held it back was the lack of variety, because people want it like just you know devoured it and like we want more. And understandably, as an indie team, they're like ah, um, but I think if it had, had more um, to offer and stuff, that it could have been more of a contention but Hades is just so good uh, best ongoing awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time Apex Legends Destiny 2 Call of Duty Warzone Fortnite or No Man's Sky um, this one is like I feel like No Man's Sky is fucking cool. Like I haven't really played any of it, uh, but every like update video I've seen of it looks sick. Uh, and I want to try it. I just can't find the time to go and try it because I feel like with a game like that, you have to sink hours into to kind of like to get any kind of the meat or get kind of any of the fun out of it. So with that being said, I'm going to go with Apex Legends just because it's kind of easy just to hop in with your friends free to play cross platformer now or cross play now like you can play with your friends give me that it's on steam now like you don't have to go on origin um 
I would go No Man's Sky because straight up, it seems like the No Man's Sky we have now is the No Man's Sky we were promised like four years ago, whatever, three years, whatever it came out. It took them a while, but they they like delivered. But the only pro- my only thing would be is the the these big updates are few and far between, which isn't a bad thing. But when I think of ongoing, I'm thinking like frequent dumps. Yeah. Um. So honestly, don't say it. I don't know. This year's definitely been harder because of you know circumstances. Um. Either Warzone or Fortnite. I think. Um, I'll go Fortnite. I still think they're just the kings of the king of ongoing this. content. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong though. Yeah, I mean, as much as people give shit to Fortnite, like what other game gets updated like it does? Yeah. Even if there, everybody doesn't like that. it, they're still doing pretty- and trying and I'm pretty sure me and Fruit had this exact conversation last year when talking about these game of the year picks. And we had the exact like the exact same response where it's like you can give Fortnite all the shit you want, but like who else is doing it like Fortnite? No Nobody. one's still to this day. Nobody is doing it like Fortnite as far as just game updates and content. Nobody. So whether it, you like so, it or not. Yeah. Like the problem has been that they've set these unrealistic expectations. Everyone expects these Fortnite level responses, but yeah, like even not that easy. Even Destiny, right? Where you're like, oh, what are the live, uh, the Destiny live event? They did a Fortnite like event or like Warzone did a Fortnite like event. And yeah. oh, Apex is trying to do a Fortnite like event. And they like, you're, you're always comparing them to Fortnite. So guess who's the industry leader? <laughs> yeah. It's Fortnite. That's what everyone's trying to be. Games for Impact, for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. We have If Found, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, Spiritfarer, Tell Me Why, or Through the Darkest of Times. To be honest, I haven't played any of these, and I feel bad. Blue? Um, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't played any of these either. I have okay, played Spiritfarer. I'm going to go off of what sounds sick. Uh, if found, it sounds really sick. So I'm gonna go with if found. If found, does sound very do. ominous. What What are you gonna do, Rob? Um, I'm gonna go. I like the art style of Through the Darkest Times. I'm gonna go Spirit Fair, okay. since it's the only one I've played, oh. and so I can actually attest to it. And it's a game all about helping. Um, pass people from like the world to the afterlife and you set them all up and make them comfortable and you build this big boat. Uh, the gameplay loop's actually really addicting. It's really pretty. Spearfish don't. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover acting motion and or performance capture. 
Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part 2. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades. Najee Jeter as Miles Morales in Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Ah, damn it. I'm going to give it to Ashley Johnson, because as much as I hate <laughs> the character arc of Ellie, like, they still... Like people still win in, right? Mm. Like the art team, they win in. The yeah. voice actors, they win in. The writing team, they did not go in. The the writing team <laughs> did not go in, but everyone else went in. So I gotta give it to. I gotta give it. Gotta give it to. Um, I can only speak to Tsushima or Hades. Um, I'm sure though, probably one of the last of us is gonna win it. But from the two that I can actually make an informed decision on, I would go. Uh, Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with... Um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Ashley Johnson for Ellie. I feel like that's like the safe pick, right? Next up, best audio design. We have Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Ooh. Evil 3, or The Last of Us Part 2. Um, Half Life Alex does a really good job though of like immersing you. Give me Doom Eternal on this one, man. Like when you're playing a Doom game, just having just bangers playing in the background, and not just bangers, but like actual bangers, like head bangers. <laughs> there's bangers, but there's bangers. Blood curdling, like oh that, that yeah. There's nothing like playing like a Doom game. I have only played one of these again. But I'm pretty comfortable in my pick. It would be Tsushima. Um, because everything in that game was done wonderfully. The music, the sound design, uh, everything from hitting blades to playing your uh, Chakuhachi is just all wonderful for me. Damn it, man. Okay, no, no. I'm giving it to Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I was thinking about giving it to Last of Us because the audio team went in too, but no, I refuse. A, We're going Ghost of Tsushima. You're so like I will. I will not. I won't give I will him. Not this. be torn by this. I'm gonna go Doom. Oh, interesting. Well, well, actually, I guess it's different. Well, yeah. Whatever. I huh? Still going oh yeah, because technically the next one's best score in music, which would be your whole Doom Eternal. Um, we have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, or The Last of Us Part Two. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go Hades. Soundtrack, low-key bangs. It's like one of the few games I've actually bothered to like look up the soundtrack and listen to. Really? Yeah. Which I'll have you know, I go to the... I go to bed to the Ghost of Tsushima soundtrack every night. Very good. Venenous. Sorry, I'm just making a five guys order real quick. <laughs> Blue, what would you do? Hmm. I'd probably go with Final Fantasy VII Remake because they got some bangers in there. Oh, that's true. 
Uh, they have some good source to pull from, too. Alright, so I'm assuming, Rob, you're doing Eternal. Best Art Direction for Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Or The Last of Us Part Two. I'm a broken record. I'm going to say Tsushima again. Because I kid you not, I can, I can pause at any moment and it looks like a picture. That game is beautiful from top to bottom. That's just, that's just that's my game. Did they pop off enough for you to give them the art direction category? <sighs> they did pop off, but okay. I'm actually going to give oh. it to Ghost of Tsushima. The game is just because oh. that game looks stupid pretty. That game doesn't look like a PS4 game. Yeah, no, that game felt like a next gen before next gen was a thing. Yeah, I also am going to go Tsushima. That was. Beautiful. I gotta I got give it. I gotta give it to him. Best narrative. We have 13 Sentinels. Aegis Rim. Gonna be honest. Never heard of that. No, I never have either. I don't know. Interesting. I'll look that up. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. 80s. Or oh, I know where I know where Blue's going on this one. The Last of Us Part Two. Now they did not snap here. This is... <laughs> For best narrative. For outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. It's the opposite of what they did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it nominated for so many things? <laughs> I'm going to give it to... Dude, I'll probably give it to Seven. Final Fantasy. Word. I think it was really cool how they basically like flipped the entire like you went in and you were like oh I'm just gonna play Final Fantasy VII remake but then they're just like no like, psych you're playing our Final Fantasy VII remake and you're like what 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 <laughs> <Not me. laughs> what and then you go on this long ass ride that is it's tight just just play Final Fantasy VII remake I did watch I literally just googled the last hour of it because I was hearing so much about it and I was like what is going on exactly it's it so wild. dope yeah I was like what <laughs> what is happening. <laughs> Uh, Rob? Um, I haven't played any of these. I'm just going to pick Hades. Hades is good. The cool thing about Hades is that their narrative is seamlessly woven into, at all times, the roguelike aspect, which is dope. Um, but I'm going to have to go Ghost of Tsushima again. Wow, that's a surprise. Weebs out, Mr. Fruit. And not just that, though, like... Like open world game, whatever. But the story was so good. Like, like it made me cry, man. Like, I was so invested into it. And I think the reason it was so good too is because it was so realistic, and you could see Jen's struggle in this world where he has to choose between his honor and his code, or like saving others, or or doing what might be best for people, but considered to be a traitor for it and stuff. And it was so good. Uh, yeah. So that would be my answer. Best Game Direction. Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. We have Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. Half-Life Alex, And The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I mean, I think this one's also pretty easy. Yeah, clearly The Last of Us Part Two. 
Uh, no, I'm going to go uh, with Half-Life Half Alex. Yeah, me too. No. Like, the fact, like, the first thing I did was, like, where's that damn board? When I was, like, walking around. <laughs> and, I like, I did me. it, bro. It literally felt like it was, you know, Christian, you remember those dumb, I don't know why they had them. They, it was, like, these fake Smart board boards. things. That they yeah. put on top of whiteboards to act yeah. as if a white. I I'll never under. I to this day will never understand why they did that. It's like they're using fake a fake board on a real expo board. I know this is the stupidest thing ever, but it felt like that. But it actually like worked. It was like weird. Uh, so what'd you uh, choose, Blue? I'm probably giving it to Seven Remake. Okay. I, I just think the, their combat design got way better and they've spent like literally 10 years trying to make it work and they couldn't make it work in 13 or 14. But or they figured 15. it out. Yeah, they couldn't make it work in 13, 15, but then I feel like in seven, they finally made it work. So I, I gotta give, I gotta give that to them. I just feel like Alex, because if we go from like just straight up creative vision to innovation, it made the most strides out of all these. It was the first like VR game that's VR. like, yeah, like this is a VR yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. And then the one everybody's been waiting for, and the only one really everyone never talks about Game of the Year. Year, year, year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. First up, Rob. Doom Eternal? <laughs> okay. Uh, there's not a question mark there. Say it with, like, yeah. yeah Doom Eternal. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Doom Eternal. Yeah. Yeah. This is Fair. when they pan to the creator. Like, the, the, they're all sitting in the stair. Like, thank you. Thank you. Blue, what's the next one? Uh, We have Final Fantasy VII Remake, 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 Remake. Let's go. Yeah. Final Fantasy. They're all like. Ghost of Tsushima. Hey. Rob, what's next? Uh, Hades? <laughs> what? Again, there's no question mark. Okay. Hades. <laughs> Can you imagine that's game of the year? They're like doing the thing. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next, Blue? There isn't one. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, yeah. You, I wasn't going to make you say that one. It's Animal Crossing New Horizons. Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> and then it's it's on here, Blue. I'm sorry. No, it's The not. Last of Us Part 2. What? No. <laughs> Why would you say that name? Uh, so let's go, let's go down. Rob, what are you thinking? Um, all right. I played Doom Eternal. It's a lot of fun. It's sweet. Uh, did not play Final Fantasy VII. Turn-based games are not cool. It's not even... <laughs> it's not really turn-based. <laughs> I, I I Boy, I tell you what. Um, Ghost of Shima didn't play it, but I know Christian likes it a lot. Hades didn't play, but a lot of people like it. I'm going to go with the one I think that is going to win, which is Ghost of Tsushima. Oh. Ghost of Tsushima, please come up to the... Oh. Blue, hit us with your sauce. I think I, think I know where you go. 
I think personally, the only there's a there's a part of me in my soul, my sad part of my soul that thinks Last of Us Part Two is actually going to win it. I think it might because it's and that shit would make me miserable. But I like how my, you literally have this like personal vendetta against this game. I hate, dude. That shit. I would rather I would rather this game not exist than Paragon come back. Like that's it's that wow. bad. That's bad. <laughs> they ruined the story so bad, and I'm upset. Besides the rest of the game being great, like the story was. But that's that's why I play Last of Us though. <laughs> uh, I would probably. I'm personally probably gonna go Seven remake. All right, blue Final Fantasy Seven. I think Tsushima is probably the most likely to win. And I really hope that part two doesn't win. So let's get it. Uh, You wouldn't have seen this one coming from me. Oh, oh. Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm just kidding. Goes to Tsushima. Tsushima. Let's go, baby, dude. The weebs in the crowd go wild. Moonlight won. It's like, like literally, even before all this, I was saying, like, this is my game of the year. I think it's the same thing too. It was like the it's a full package. Yeah. Everybody likes it. Even like the free DLC that came out, everybody was loving. And for it to come out like this, um, from Sucker Punch and like it's a new IP. So Yeah. They good job. I can only hope they make more or or expand the universe because it'd be a little hard to expand on this story, but Well, let me save this and then when the video games award happen. We'll have a tally. Yeah, see who wins. Maybe we can put something on it at some point. Maybe. And if you're on the, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to comment your picks. You don't have to pick all of them, but like realistically, if you just want to say what you think, like game of the year will be, feel free. Be interesting to see what you all think. Add your reasoning. That would help. And that concludes it for the 2020 Game Awards. There wasn't quite as much diversity because. Well, there wasn't as many games because, you know, kind of global pandemic going on, so it's understandable. They all came out in November. Yeah. So some of the ones that came out recently you'll probably see next year. Um, It was strange because only, like, one of the categories really had new ones. But hard to say. Uh, It was fun to see, though. Uh, I agree with a lot of the stuff. Um, Obviously, I'm biased pretty much to Tsushima on everything. We'll see how the critics vote. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Tryfume.com slash GG. 
Um, we have uh, Joey of Cinder. What's everyone's worst raid experience in Destiny? Oh, uh, day one Vault of Glass with those randoms Rob and I played with. I guess that would be mine too, even though I've completely forgotten that. You remember? It was, it was Ralphie. Oh, no, that was sick. That no. was actually so much fun. It was that miserable. Was probably one of my favorite uh, D1 experiences. And you probably thought it was funny because I was molding. <laughs> God. You, Blue? Uh, uh, like probably day one vault as well. Um, we had a really awkward team, and it was not bueno. I would say day one Crota was the worst. I don't even uh, think I did day one Crota. I don't I think I did either. Did I we? Did. I hate. You I did? did. I don't know if you did. I did. Well, see, every raid after that was better because then we had like actual teams and people we knew. Uh, but I feel Kyren, for all you people out there just going with randoms because it's hit or miss, man. Yeah. Uh, Kyron says for blue, uh, what is your favorite Final 14 dungeon or boss fight? Do you <gasps> like the Oblivion song during the second phase of the Shiva boss fight? Yes, the Oblivion like, song is always tight. My favorite. I'm about to act up. Okay, hold up. We'll do it real quick. We'll do a real quick shotgun. My favorite boss. He like pulls out the. Like, wow. My favorite boss from like the main story is probably Innocence because that's like one of the sickest fucking boss fights. Classic. And it's perfect. Perfect trial. Uh, my favorite EX trial is Sukuyomi. And then wait, Project Sukuyomi. Yeah, and then my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite raid boss yet. That's really hard. But right now. I couldn't tell you that. That's too hard, so I can't give you an answer. Well, quickly, uh, let me interject. That reminded me. Just got to this part, Naruto Shippuden. Oh, Big no. reveal. It's oh. nuts. It's how, crazy. Oh, wait. Was it like... Okay, wait. How many episodes are you in? Just so I have a 340. Point. So that's around... I know. I wish there was that many My Hero episodes. Oh, whoops. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, I, there's a lot of reveals, so it's hard to... But anyways, Paul... Well, well, I'll just say this one. Like, the one you've been wondering for, like, all of shit, but then essentially. That was the reveal. Oh, okay, that one. Oh, that one. Uh, Punk Adam, which movie ending uh, that made you cry? Mine was Marley and Me. I, th I guess they're asking what... It's a movie Countless ones. Yeah. I couldn't even remember, because there's been so many. Yeah, I cry countless movies. Um, most recently that I saw in theaters probably would be in uh, Endgame. To be honest, I cried at Tony Stark. I, that's probably that's the most recent one I can remember. Yeah, I'm gonna go Endgame. That's probably the most recent. I did watch Queen's Gambit recently. I need to watch oh, that. And it's not a movie. Like uh, chess, right? It's a miniseries. Yeah. yeah, it was a chess miniseries. It was incredible. Go watch it. I will say I got teary-eyed a couple times, so I... But it didn't make me, like, full-on cry. So it's probably Endgame. Endgame well, was probably the last time I full-on cried to a movie. If we want the most amount of times full-on cried, though, within a span, probably your name. That one was oh, just, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. That one That's probably... It. Yeah, okay. Last time, like, <laughs> I, I really ugly cried was your name. <laughs> that. 
for me. Hundred percent. Ugly cried. Yeah, probably that. Yeah, your name made me ugly cry. Me and Claire um, were just in there like. <laughs> <laughs> wait, was it was your name? Wait, hold up. What was the? Okay, no, you saw your name before that. Did you watch it like in your home theater? No, was that was way back when we were in the apartment uh, back okay. at college. Dude, because I was like, when we watched your name at Fruit Summit, I was looking around like, all right, who's gonna bust? And nobody busted. Well, it's well, was... probably also because all of them are just like not there. Well, yeah, it was real. like it was like anime, like for what Dado and Danielle's first time really like watching anime, and they were just like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, they're like, what heartless. Do you mean that was good. That was like, incredible. We learned why they're a perfect match because they're heartless. Okay, like so. <laughs> sad man, made me sad. Yeah, it made me sad too. If someone watches that and goes like, "Eh," that I take it personally. Yeah, yeah, like, that's that's exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was good. It was just okay. Um, Oko take that asked, back. Uh, which of these would you consider cannibalism? Eating a vampire, werewolf, or minotaur, or any other half-human thing? Well, if you just eat like the horse part of the Minotaur, you can just pretend that it's a Wolverine. Fully is the least human-like thing. Yeah. No werewolf. Or yeah, werewolf. Same thing. He's a little hairier, but like no part of him really resembles a human anymore. He's like a yeah. like more Bigfoot, if anything. Yeah. Vampire, I feel like is still a human. You know Vampires, I mean? you just got longer fangs and you're pale, really. Yeah. And then centaur, half of your body is just straight up a dude or a woman. Hmm? I guess werewolf, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't eat any of them, but werewolf. <laughs> yeah, pass. I don't know. I've heard werewolf's pretty good. Dude. Werewolf uh, flank. Dirkus asks, does Blue have a free company? I do. It's a, fr- it's a free company. Co- <laughs> Probably like, a Final Fantasy like, 14 thing. I asked that. I was like, that doesn't even make This is the best part. Of my day on GG Easy because I get 14. to see all the people who actually play Final Fantasy 14. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I have a free company. We um it's just a free company of a bunch of buds. And our free company's name is CBT, which stands for cognitive behavioral therapy. Not the other CBT, trust. <laughs> trust. You gotta just uh, believe. And then he asks, um, Rob, how's the D D game going? Uh it's great. Uh, we're currently on our third season, uh, but like second season just ended. So we're like on like a month, two month break until we start picking it back up. But it's sick. It's a lot of fun. Uh, currently haven't died or anything, but I uh, have come close. Uh, we've almost had some, um, I forget what it's called. Like they, they, they have some term for it. Like when your whole party dies, um, like party team. Yeah, just or- you lose. Yeah. Defeat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's going really well. We're just kind of on break now. We haven't played in it in a long time. About like three or four weeks. Um, Dynamite. Like Dynamite. Um, asks rank Star Wars movies from worst to best. Worst, The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not the worst. Uh best is Empire for sure. Like we could just get that out. I just go I'd go new trilogy, prequels, original trilogy. Yeah. And then the order is, I won't get too specific, but for me, Empire is definitely top. I could just do my bottom three, my top three. Bottom three is the first two. One and two. My God, those are still really bad. What, Phantom Menace and Clone Wars? Phantom Menace and Clone Wars are still awful. The Last Jedi is definitely rounding out my top bottom three. My God. 
you think the last jedi is the worst of those three? Oh, easily not even close i i mean i i hate the rise of skywalker but the last jedi just like rise of skywalker sucks wait last rise jedi skywalker was the eighth sucks. one right that was yeah, ryan it johnson was after yeah like it, it like had a cut where it like it showed like grass growing and fish moving and like, i still remember the the leia and i'm just like what Expected like yeah, heroic music to start playing. And I remember, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" And then in an interview, that someone was like, "So how did Leia manage to like have force powers? Like I thought she was just sensitive." And then Rian Johnson just like, "It's because she's fucking Leia." And I'm just like, "Wait, that's not what?" Yeah, it checks out. Just literally audible. Me and Christian at the same time just going. <laughs> yeah, like literally, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It happened. Nothing was said at first, and we just like. I like look at him. He's looking at me. And we're both just thinking, like, is it like we're you're seeing, seeing this, right? Like, this, this is happening. It was, and I think like some people in the audience laughed. I was just like, yeah, it, was it just took you out of it. It was just bizarre. Yeah, it was, it like was just, just so out of uh, place. It felt like Nico asks, What piqued your interest in deciding to make content like video streams, etc.? I just like playing video games with my friends. Yeah. And if people liked enjoying watching it and it helps them with their day and makes them feel happy and makes them feel like good, then hell yeah. Like that's why I did it and it's fun. Seen Anders? Yeah. I was like, hey, he does that and it's funny and it's cool. I want to do that. Um, uh, what about you, Blue? Playing games is fun. Yeah. Um, uh Arnav asks thoughts on the Mar uh the Mandalorian so far. Uh, okay, hand it, emoji. It's a little filler right now. Well, it was for I a little bit. Last episode. I haven't watched it today though. Oh wait. This no. last episode was Pogaroni. Oh my god. Like really, I think I don't know. I I guess you could say like most of it's filler, but it doesn't even matter. It's just like cool. It's starting off cool slow, stories. But like even the filler for Mandalorian is better than like 99% of other TV. Like, oh, the season's been so good. And then the last episode was just. Oh, it's just like, one of whoa. The best episodes. Are you guys Clone War viewers? So, like, did you guys. No, like... I'm going to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I did. I did watch and I did have a fangasm. Pretty much me. That pretty much entire episode was just like fan service on yeah, me. And I was. For me until I watched like Angry Joe, like review it. And I was like, I had no idea. I'd as known a little saw... bit, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I was like, "Wait, is... I mean, I... okay." <laughs> as soon as I saw the helmet, I busted on the spot, like just right there. <laughs> I was like, oh, "This is gonna be a good episode, isn't it?" And then it was. And lo and behold, the Lord said it was. Um, all that jazz for as any goals you want to achieve before the end of 2020? Uh, just make it there. <laughs> We're so close. Um, I don't know my fucking president's gonna be. I... <laughs> if I could cure COVID, although there's there's two specific ones right now that are like ninety five percent success or whatever, and like going through, past every trial and everything, so promising. Uh, what about you, Blue? I would like to not be sick. There you go. 
Um, and then last but not least, about time Joey asks for fruit. Uh, what is your favorite Nuzlocke been out of the few you've run? It's a good question because I feel like every time I do a new one, it's my new favorite. That include off-stream Nuzlocke's? No, I'm assuming he's probably just talking about recorded ones because I haven't had many off-stream anyway. Um, probably of the ones completed, I would say the black and white. Just because it was such a roller coaster. The other ones were good, but it lacked, especially towards the end, it lacked a challenge, which is what I wanted to fix. And then I kind of went a little too hard. And so it just made it a lot more interesting. And I think I've kind of made the same mistake on this new one. But I think that's when it's more interesting is when like literally every episode you're just thinking, and I'm thinking like, is this, is this it? Like, do we lose? So... Probably as of right now, the black and white one. And this is bonus question. Favorite Pokemon from the Nuzlocks? I heard Ooh. Blue died in your playthrough. Pretty much immediately. <sighs> Fruit was like, hey, you should watch the Nuzlocke. And I was like, well, I mean, I was going to That was anyway. before that happened. And then I, <laughs> I didn't know. So then one night I just binge them. I catch up. Episode, what was it? Episode four? Yeah. Three or four? Getting he just four. wipes the team. It Bro, like, you great. saw what I was fighting. I couldn't win. It was just busted. He's like, anyways. Uh... So anyway, um, I don't know. There's been so many I liked. Um, either Bagels or Pork Chop. Pork Chop, because I was like, man, T-Tar baby, and he didn't even live to see the light of day. Too young. Uh, and then bonus, bonus question. Favorite comment from the Nuzlocks? <laughs> uh, definitely not these comments by About Time Joey. No, probably About Time Joey. He makes uh, a little story every time. It's fun. I'll throw a little bonus question, even though I normally don't do dubs. Uh, Dirk is asks, what data server is Blue on? Uh, I'm on Primal. There you go. Primal. Specifically Fanbrit. Fanbrit. Yo, catch us there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, boys. Hey, it's free up until Heavenly Sword. Let's get it. God. Me too. Blue, where can people find you on the internet? You guys find me over at Blue Oslo. Mr. Fruit. At Rob. Yep, just search Rob. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Rob. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.